What's up, guys? Welcome to Winnipeg's Finest, the podcast where we get personal with notable Winnipeggers. If you haven't been with us before, here's what you've missed. Like, I even feel like I've always known that I was supposed to be here. So it's like, even if there was stuff that I went through, I always went through it knowing that Mm -hmm. this isn't like the end of everything. This isn't the end of the world. If there's anything actually that I would tell myself is to not be so afraid of failure. Oh, yeah. Um, how different was it for you to uh, watch a movie where Kevin Spacey is the villain? I mean, I feel like they just told him to be himself. <laughs> it's like, dude, be a shitty person who's a predator and, like, does bad things. And yeah. Kevin Spacey is like, I got you. Oh, boy, this is my role. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mr. Professor, thank you so, so much to the fans who continue to support. You guys are awesome. We love you like crazy. This is why we love podcasting. This is why we love bringing you guys episodes. Please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Remember to follow us on social media at WPGS Finest Pod on Instagram. And make sure you're staying posted and telling people about the podcast. We appreciate and love the support you give us. So just know that it lifts us up so much and we're very grateful. What's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Winnipeg's Finest. Today's episode is with Julia Grubert, who runs her own consulting company on social media marketing. She's a fantastic person. We talk a lot of shit about social media. It was a really good episode. Today's episode brought to you by Unity Underwear, uh, the best underwear on the planet. It's made of 95% bamboo, 5% spandex for a little bit of stretch. It's it's hypoallergenic. It is moisture wicking. It's fucking fantastic. If you use our code WPGSFINEST, you get 20% off all purchases. We're also brought to you by Jellyfish Flow Spa, the best place in Winnipeg to receive flow therapy. If you use our code WPGSFINEST, you get 15, 1, 5% off all flow purchases. In the meantime, here's our episode with Julia Gruber. Right there, shift command R and we're on, boom, beauty. Julia, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it so much. I always like, I find it weird that because especially because of coronavirus and Zoom, we've never actually met before, but we're still doing this. Does that weird you out? I know. I feel like I've met so many people virtually in the last couple months, and meeting people in person for the first time is so funny because you feel like you know people so well when you talk to them on Zoom or on the phone like three times a week and you haven't met in six months, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're a real person. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're living in a simulation? Yes. Can I fucking... <laughs> I know what you think. You take the lead on this one. Me? Or can't? No, you think it's a can't canon. You think it's we're in a simulation? It's canon. Sorry. What? It's canon, but Canaan? Yeah. But uh <laughs> um My apologies, my apologies. Correct me if I mispronounce it again. It's okay, it's okay. Um I don't know. We asked you the question. What's your thoughts on it? I, I, I've I, spoken I, I on personally this don't. Times, so. I personally don't. You don't. Kanan interrupts and she's like, what do you think? He's like, what do you think? Like, <laughs> well, I'm just putting my two cents. You know what? I'll just, I'll just shut up this whole recording. Fine. Voice your opinion. The, yeah, the one time we address you. The one time we're going to address you. Well, the one time I addressed you and called you the wrong name. But. That's, that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, no, I don't think we're in a simulation. Okay. I mean, what do you think? I, I think we are, but like at the same time, I don't. Yeah, it's I'm, like I'm pretty bad. I'm a bandwagon nice. jumper, so that's fair. I don't know. Do you ever get in those like existential moments where you're looking at your phone and you're like, "I'm pressing buttons on a piece of metal." Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, like I have moments like that all the time. Well, even with COVID, yeah, I think about like what my life is going to be like in two months or what it's going to be like in a year from now, and like who knows. Yeah. I mean, especially with social media. And I think this is kind of a decent segue. It's not a good segue, but I'm trying it. Uh, Did you meet all your clients on social in person or was it through networking? I actually met um, when, so my first client, I guess you could say is Mm -hmm. um, my mom. (laughs) I've been running, my mom owns Baked Expectations. So I've run the social media for that um, since like Instagram started in 2012. So 
that I guess you could say was my first real like social media client. But other than that client, since I've started Bright Consulting, I were basically actually came as referrals through Instagram. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. So, so I created a, I created a specific account for my business and it had like, I don't know, 20 followers the first day. It was really on track to explode. Um, but despite having 20 followers, I had a couple people actually reach out in the first two days of launching just because I'd promoted it on my personal accounts and sort of said that they were looking for social media managers or consultants and they just hadn't found the right fit yet in Winnipeg. And they knew my background and wanted to pursue it. Mm -hmm. Hey, say what you will about your start. If you got 20 followers every day, that's like 7,300 followers a year. There you go. And that's not bad organic growth. (laughs) Especially, yeah, especially the way organic works these days. It's crazy. I feel like it's, it's so difficult to grow right now. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, unless you're um, doing, it, it depends on what your tactics are. But overall, I would say it's pretty hard to grow organically. It, it almost like doesn't feel organic though. Cause like when you're like mass posting and you're like follow for follow and like all that shit, it's kind of like, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's like- what I mean. That's what I mean. I feel like some people think that they're growing organically, but you've like paid somebody to go in and follow accounts for you or to unfollow yeah. accounts or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, no, that's not really organic then. Do people still do follow for follow? It's very popular on Twitch. Like I do it all the time. Like when I'm trying to build followers, I'm always like offering follow for follow. Kanan, like, we're talking about platforms that matter here. Okay. Um, okay do you publicize that though? Yep. Okay. Interesting. I feel like on Instagram people, it's sort of like an unspoken rule that like, if you're following somebody, you're hoping that they'll follow you back. And if they don't, you unfollow. That's, yeah. yep. That's pretty much it. I feel like my followers go, like it, when I look at my follower growth, it's always on an upward trend, but I'll probably have on an average week, like let's say 80 new followers and 14 people or, or, or 20 people will have unfollowed me. Interesting. Do you use an app to track your followers? Um, like to tell me who's followed and unfollowed me, you mean? Yeah. No. Really? I don't. Why is that? Um, I, I don't care that much, to oh. be honest. I feel like a lot of people get super attacked when people unfollow them, mm-hmm. but I don't at all. I, I unfollow people all the time. And it's not because I'm trying to play the unfollow follow game, but more just people's content changes over time. And if it's not something that aligns with what I want on my feed, I'll, I'll unfollow them. And that's always what I've sort of said on my own channels as well. Like if for some reason my content isn't resonating with you anymore, unfollow me. I'd way rather that than you like hate on me in the comments or DMs. Well, what about the mute button? Like they still, they still like you, but they just don't want to see your content. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how many people mute me. I would assume probably a decent amount, but I am not too worried about the the unfollows. I feel like if if I if I was having more people unfollow me than follow me, then yeah, that would be a problem. But okay. still an up, still an upward trend, so it's okay. That's fair. Did you always want to do social media stuff? Um, always is a hard question because I feel like when I was younger, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, social media wasn't really that yep. relevant. Um. But once I sort of got into university and started taking marketing courses, I wasn't necessarily interested specifically in just social media, but I was interested in like marketing and digital marketing and the whole sort of big picture of social media. So that's, that's, I really like, and sort of the psychology behind like making decisions and and those types of things I really enjoy. It's not necessarily like, oh, I'm obsessed with just Instagram. Is Instagram, if you had to pick a favorite platform, what would it be? Probably Instagram, but I also really like Pinterest. Really? What's what's the deal with Pinterest? Yeah, I feel like that's a super uncommon um, thing. I also, re- okay, this is now I'm just going to say every platform is my favorite, but I also really like LinkedIn. I feel like LinkedIn is really, really underrated. I also think that Pinterest is, under, is underrated, but for different things, obviously. Pinterest, I find it's super easy to get inspiration for creating my own content and content for clients. I find that Instagram, you can of course get inspiration from Instagram to a certain extent, but I just feel like everybody is doing the exact same thing on Instagram. 
to a certain extent. Like, um, for instance, like if I follow like the hashtag, like, um, let's say fashion blogger, which is a pretty vague hashtag. I feel like if I go to look at the posts that are under that hashtag, it's primarily girls posing the same way or shooting flat lays that are pretty much the same. And I find that my feed, especially because those are primarily the people that I follow and that follow me, my, my feed always just looks the same. Interesting. And to try and get out of that and get inspiration is a little bit hard on Instagram, but I find that I can get it from Pinterest just because it's only photos and I'm not, and it's much more, more broad. Mm-hmm. Is like does Pinterest count as social media? I don't know. I, I struggle to count it in my head, maybe because I'm a douchebag, but mostly because I don't know. You're, can you beef people on Pinterest? I don't even, I think they're, I don't even know if they're direct messages or anything. Like, I don't know how you would do that. Maybe that's why I like it because <laughs> I don't have to deal with any of that. Like, yeah. maybe that, maybe that's the secret appeal to Pinterest. Um, but it's it's pinterest is actually the number three search engine so it goes google youtube pinterest for searches a day oh okay 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 okay. i thought you meant like people use as search engines like who is using youtube (laughs) no but um yeah google youtube and pinterest for searches a day so it's pretty high up there yeah i didn't know that What, what would the other ones be do you know it all or um, I mean, people search things on, on Instagram. I have no idea what would be third, but I feel like people search thing. Like I, for instance, if I'm looking at a new business or like a new restaurant or wherever it is, I always look up the Instagram account before mm-hmm. I like go or make a purchase or something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would say probably another social network would be behind Pinterest. You don't look up them on Google first or is it Instagram first? It depends what it is. Restaurant. Instagram. Really? Why that? I want to see what the vibe is. And yeah, I don't get that through Google. I feel like I just get the reviews on Google. And I also am not, uh, I don't judge based on reviews for the most part. I find that like reviews are going to be on the extreme end. And so it's probably unlikely that I'm going to get a authentic um, review when I, when I search a, a restaurant, for example. Really interesting. Okay, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I don't know. The last place I would go is a Facebook page. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of Facebook pages. Also not a fan of like businesses that use their Facebook page as their website. Definitely mm-hmm. not a fan of that. Um, but yeah, I feel like I would probably, for restaurants, I probably would look on Instagram first, actually. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I see. And any restaurant that has Twitter is like, okay, I probably don't want to go there, right? I'm not a huge Twitter person. That might be a controversial statement, but I I like to scroll through Twitter, but I don't tweet. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm the exact same way. The only reason I'm on Twitter is for basketball. When basketball is on, yeah, for that's I I agree for for updates and for for I get all my news from Twitter pretty much. Okay, I got excited because I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, I also watch basketball and I also am on Twitter. <laughs> For the I don't I'm not gonna say that I watch basketball extremely frequently but I watched the occasional game I was this close to hijacking <laughs> the episode and making it strictly about the strictly about basketball okay sorry to disappoint no it's okay I we can do another hour of freelancing about the Lakers losing game one later but okay I'll have to that'll have to wait Deal. Instagram close friends list Portland in six Okay, just had to and we get it. We see <laughs> fucking 18 tweets a day about Portland winning the series. We get it. You think they're going to win. Anyways, moving on. Isn't that kind of like, I don't know, going back to the Pinterest thing though, isn't that kind of bad that the first thing that I associate with social media is can you beef people? Like that's why, I think that's why Twitter sucks because it's a hellhole of people. That's why Twitter's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's, it's either your best friend or your worst enemy. Um, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know actually about Pinterest though, in terms of what the messaging and like, I don't think you can comment on anything. Yeah, like, can you slide in girls' DMs on Pinterest? I don't think so. Probably not. I mean, I've never had it happen to me, 
<laughs> so that's all I can tell you. And there are direct messages on uh, Pinterest. Like you can send posts and like message someone if you're friends with them, but that's really about it. There you go. Okay. I feel like so most, I'm not sure how many. Yeah. I also actually think the other reason I like Pinterest is their ad platform is actually pretty good. So okay. their Pinterest demographic is like 70% female and primarily between the ages of like 40 and 60. Um, so if that's the sort of demographic that you're trying to hit, if you run a search ad on Pinterest, it'll, it'll rank extremely well. Mm. Do you consider YouTube social media? I don't. Because I know they're trying to get more like social. So they're doing media. like stories and like yeah, all stories, those weird community things. posts. You have a, your account gets like upgraded. Even like I noticed on the Bleacher Report app, they're like, oh, find your friends on Bleacher Report. I'm like, no, thanks. I, <laughs> I yeah, don't want to find me on here. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't personally consider YouTube a social media app. Um, they're definitely trying to sort of move into that segment, but I'm not really sure how successful they'll be. Based on people that I've talked to, they don't really engage with any of those aspects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think YouTube's already found their bread and butter. Like, don't, don't try to go. They're overcomplicating it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there are some people that utilize. I'm, you know, actually, I'm glad they have the posting feature because there's some of my channels that I like watching. Uh, they'll post, oh, we're releasing a new video on this day. And I'm like, oh, that's actually interesting. Now I'm kind of excited for that. But if they go too far in the other direction, I feel like they're going to be like IHOP rebranding to IHOP <laughs> or Coca-Cola. Well, do you follow? So like people that you follow on YouTube, do you follow them on other platforms though? Yeah. So I feel like you could just get that information from somewhere else that you're probably more frequently active. That's fair. But it's like, I don't know. Let's like when I'm eating, I like watching YouTube. Yeah. And let's say I see the post on YouTube and I don't see it on Instagram. Like it's not make or break. I'm not out here being like, yo, Andrew Schultz didn't post enough on his YouTube. I'm never, I'm not going to show at rumors in September, but it, it's, it's a pleasant surprise when I do see it. Yeah. So that's fair. I don't, I usually just go to the straight to the subscriptions page and like go through. Oh yeah. That's, watch. True. that's true. Do you consider Craigslist social media? <laughs> No. Oh, fuck. Okay. No. The Craigslist <laughs> algorithm. Craigslist is releasing stories. <laughs> Craigslist stories. Oh my god, Craigslist stories. That would be a disaster. Don't watch <laughs> oh no. I once saw an ad where it's like, man will do <laughs> man will do anything for money. And un underneath it just said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that just sums up Craigslist, though. Yeah, literally. Literally. I mean, what a, what was I on Craigslist for in the first place, right? You could ask that question, but not important. <laughs> Wayno was the guy that will do anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. After I finished reading the comment, I hit confirm changes on profile. Uh, and then, yeah, moving on. But, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you this off air, but I'll ask you this on air because I feel like... Okay. Okay, so bots... What are the point of having bots? Like, is it just to give viruses on your phone or your computer? Like, how does it work? Do people just set up like these farms? Do you know any about this or am I? In terms of why people would purchase them or why people create them? Both. I didn't even know those were options. Please go into both. Well, because I think that, okay, so bots, I think, originated from wanting, from people wanting more followers. Mm -hmm. So like on Instagram, it's, it's much less common now, but maybe like five years ago, purchasing like a thousand followers was such a big thing. And so many people were just buying followers left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. And I think that the companies that were trying to make money were just creating a million fake accounts so that they could say, hey, here are a thousand followers. And like none of them were real accounts. Mm -hmm. But it was just a way for people to make money. Yeah. Ended up doing the purge, right? Like when like everyone like lost like half their follower counts. Mm -hmm. I remember yeah, that. I remember I remember I followed a girl who had I followed she was a YouTuber and I followed her on Instagram and I think she had like one point three million followers and then one day she had like six hundred thousand. And crazy. it was just, just so crazy to think about. It's like I remember I was it Rihanna or Beyonce, I can't remember who. One of those two. 
they were uh, the only ones who like didn't lose it like half their followers like all of theirs are like actual like true organic Real. followers yeah i remember seeing that i remember like they lost like maybe ten thousand or something like that well i also think that like to a certain extent celebrities i don't even know if they were necessarily buying bots either like i think that for like smaller influencers or smaller businesses were definitely the ones that were like going in and trying to purchase to sort of gain credibility but I feel like the larger scale celebrities probably just had bots sent to their accounts. Like, I don't think they were purchasing bots. Like, I don't think Beyonce point. was like, oh, I'm going to go buy a million followers. Like, what is that doing for her? Like, everybody knows point. who Beyonce is. Yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Everybody knows Beyonce. Yeah. I, I don't know. The, the closest thing I can think of in my head is... Never mind. I'm not going to say that. That's a bad example. But yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Why do famous people need to boost their following count if you're an A-list celebrity? Yeah, I think like D-list celebrities are going to be the ones that are purchasing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you said, the A-list ones probably just get followers, like fake followers, just by being famous. Like you can't mm-hmm. monitor everybody who follows you when you're Drake, when you're Kendall Jenner, and you. Have well, yeah, exactly. That many followers. Well, even like I have like. I don't know, 7,000 followers. And even of those followers, I see bots following me all the time. And like, I've never purchased followers, mm-hmm. but maybe it's like associated with a hashtag or something that I've used that's triggered a bot. And then I have to go through and like block them all. What's the but benefit of blocking bots other than- It screws during- up your engagement rate. Oh, really? So like if I have- um, my engagement rate, that's like the one thing that adds credibility to my platform. So my engagement rate is significantly higher than like the industry standard for the amount of followers that I have. And so when I'm looking to collaborate with companies, for example, I can say like my engagement rate is above 10% and the industry standard is 2%. So you know that like real people are seeing my posts and engaging with my posts as opposed to um, if I had 2000 bots, yeah, I might have, or 3,000 bots. Let's say I had 10,000 followers, which, yeah, that may make me seem a little bit more credible. Like, okay, she has a larger following. But if my engagement rate is lower, then it it doesn't really do anything for me. And the bots never engage with your content. Like, they're just, they just, like, follow you. And then they don't, they don't watch your stories. They don't see your posts. So it actually just hurts you more than it helps you. Unless you're looking for social proof as the only reason to buy followers like let's say you're like an artist or something and if people go to your Instagram account and they see that you have 2,000 followers they'll assume that you're a nobody but if you have like 80,000 followers they'll um, assume that you're obviously a little bit better known and so if that's the only reason then that's fine because they're not probably trying to convert necessarily through Instagram but like if you were a business that was trying to convert followers you, you want an engaged following. Yeah. Both of those numbers seem like simultaneously low and high to me. Does that make sense? Like 2% is the industry average and you're at 10 K 10% seems really good. I'm not going to try to boost or blow smoke. But like 2% <laughs> seems really low. Yeah. So the, the problem is that it's also like the larger you get, the lower your engagement rate oh, is yeah. kind of thing. And so like, a cele- like I actually was looking at this the other day. Kylie Jenner has like the highest engagement rate of any celebrities. She has like over 5%, mm-hmm. which is extremely high for somebody who has like 170 million followers. Mm-hmm. And so she'll get paid way more for a collaboration than, than somebody else who ha- nobody really has. Not that many people have 170 million followers, but mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody who has like in the millions, but has a super low engagement rate. Huh. Interesting. What I know there's a lot of beef people have online with the like influencers isn't a real job. And I think that's bullshit. What do you think? Okay. I hate, I hate the term influencer. Like if somebody is like, Oh, my full-time job is an influencer. Okay. I hate (laughs) that. I hate that. Um, I just think that like, like, what does that even mean? Like anything that anybody does influences somebody or something. So even if you have 20 followers and one person agrees with your opinion or does something because you said so, like you're an influencer. 
technically speaking. Yeah, like, it, I just think that everybody is an influencer in their own way. And so when people say like, oh, my job is an influencer, like, okay, that's a little bit odd. Like yeah. your job is to persuade people to, to do something. Whereas like a content creator or a digital creator or whatever it is, I feel like there are different ways of phrasing it that are a little bit better in terms of like the actual job as like, let's say social media is your job and your, your job is to post photos or videos or whatever it is. Like, I think that that is a totally legitimate career in the sense that our world is changing so fast. And if now is the time to monetize that, go for it. I think that people are always scared and say like, oh, well, social media is just a thing right now. Like, what are you going to do in 10 years when maybe social media isn't a thing anymore? It's like, okay, well, maybe in 10 years, then you'll reevaluate. But yeah, because it's big right now and it's uncertain in the future doesn't mean that you shouldn't monetize it now. Yeah, you can say that about any profession. Like, whoa, what if we decide numbers don't exist anymore and you're an accountant? Now you're fucked. Now you're really fucked. That well, exactly. And I, I think that... <laughs> no, I know what you mean. And I think that... Like, for instance, I think that social media in some way, shape or form is going to be a thing kind of forever now. And I think that it'll definitely take on a new form. And we can see even with like TikTok in the last year or two, like the way that that exploded is crazy. But I also think that people can easily shift their content from platform to platform. So let's say like five years from now, there's a new platform just because right now you're an Instagram, I don't know, influencer, you could say, doesn't mean you can't be like a TikTok influencer in a year from now or whatever it is. Yeah, it's fair. You just have to stay, you just have to stay current. What are your thoughts on TikTok? Um, as I, I personally love TikTok okay. in terms of like scrolling through it. I find that there's actually a lot of, so I, if you had asked me this question six months ago, I would have told you like, absolutely not. I would never go on TikTok, like sounds so stupid, whatever. But when COVID hit and we were in quarantine, I was like, okay, everybody seems to be on TikTok. We're going to try it out. See, see what's going on. And I thought in my head that it was like 16 year old girls dancing. And a lot of it is that, but I also think there's a lot of other content on TikTok that people don't necessarily know about. Like I follow um, investment accounts that give like very quick hitting advice or um, fashion accounts where people are showcasing different outfits or whatever. And I really like those accounts as opposed to just like the funny comedic random accounts that are sort of blowing up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fair. That's fair. I think TikTok provides a lot of value. I can't stand TikTok, but I do respect it a lot because I do. Well, and I also think that from a business standpoint, there's so much potential within TikTok as well. Like I think in June, it was either June or July. It was just recently TikTok launched. It's called TikTok for Business and it's their sort of beta program of an ad platform within TikTok. And I think that moving forward, there's just going to be a huge opportunity for brands to sort of capitalize on that. Like I, for instance, follow the Washington Post TikTok account. And the guy that runs that account is hilarious. But to think that the Washington Post, which is like the most traditional company you can kind of think of, has somebody that they designated specifically to create content just on TikTok, is kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally. I think the idea that social media is a job now is crazy in itself. The fact that the Washington post, like I get paid to watch people do things on my phone. That's kind of crazy. Oh, for sure. And even like for myself, just people saying to me like, Oh my God, I cannot believe that somebody paid you to post a product or I can't believe this many companies are just sending you product for free and hoping that you post about it. But the, amount of I guess influence you could say that Mm -hmm. people have on social media is so crazy and people just want to listen to somebody that's similar to them yeah I think and maybe it's because I'm in the space and you are too so I think you're the, the right and wrong person simultaneously to ask I feel like there's such a content concentration like a huge wave of content being produced right now 
because there are so mm-hmm. many platforms, so many people have time on their hands too with mm-hmm. uh, coronavirus and everything's getting so big. Do you think that the market's going to get oversaturated? A hundred percent. And I think that trying to spread yourself too thin and post content on a million platforms is also not going to get you anywhere. Um, that's something that clients ask me quite often is, okay, I'm on Instagram, but should I also be on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Snapchat, and TikTok? And the answer is always going to be no, because not all of your um, target customers are going to be on all those platforms. You have to figure out who you're, who exactly you're targeting and then what platforms those people are on, because not depending on who your target demographic is, they're not going to be on all those platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I just feel like somebody was telling me this the other day, you know how there's always like an it job kind of, or an mm-hmm. ideal job. This person was telling me in the 2000s to the 2010s, it was like entrepreneur. That was really cool. That was what was blowing up. And he thinks that in 2020 until 2040, you know, these kind of 20 year cycles arbitrarily content creator is going to be the it job. And I can already see that happening. A hundred percent. And I think that like, I think that a lot of people don't, if you don't take your content seriously in terms of like thinking of it as a business, you're not going to get anywhere because you have to sort of take the approach that, okay, you're investing time and resources into growing a page to monetize it. Whereas people who sort of just say, okay, I want to be famous. Well, okay. How are you going to achieve that? You need to figure out like what the goal is and how you can sort of hit smaller, Mm. smaller goals within it. And so for instance, for myself, like my goal is not to be like an influencer full time. Like that is never, that was never something that I was looking to do. And that's not what I'm doing right now. But I think that a lot of people think that that's what my goal is. And I think that it's a great way to um, expand my network, but I, th- it's, my goal isn't to only make money on Instagram. That's fair. And I mean, I mean, you do the consulting and social media stuff full time though? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're in the realm, but it's not the traditional sense of being an influencer and going to Thailand. For so or- yeah. So it's two different things. Cause like I have, so I started a blog in, 2018 I want to 2017 maybe and so that was one aspect of like social media obviously and then as of March I started my business full-time which is social media management and consulting and then I have a full-time like suite of clients that I work with so I have both streams of income I have I, I do make some money off my blog and my Instagram account but like that's definitely not my primary job that's pretty wicked though for you yeah it's and it's fun like having brands that I like reach out to me and say hey we'd love to send you this can you post about it that's super fun and mm. makes you feel kind of special but have you ever had but, a brand down all the time which what's what's the weirdest brand that send you stuff or oh, tried to send you stuff um like literally anything that you can think of I have a ton of um, like sunglasses and bikini companies reach out all the time. Mm-hmm. I had a sex toy company reach out. That was interesting. That's um, yeah, they're, uh, that's probably the funniest one. That's hilarious. What was their pitch? It was like, it came through as an Instagram DM. Um, it wasn't like a professional email or anything. It was, it was somebody saying like, hey, I'm the owner of this company and I really like your content. Do you, would you like to try out our products and post about them? And I was like, mm, no, thank you so much. <laughs> Definitely not going to post about that. Yeah. You oh, you'd be surprised the amount of people though that do, which is like, oh, definitely. no shade, it, no shade like, at all, but just that's so not my thing yeah. at all. You should have been like, uh, I think you were looking for at Ling underscore Canaan. Uh, <laughs> that is the account you were looking for. <laughs> well, I just am not sure how like you landed on my Instagram account. You looked through my photos and were like, yes this is the right person maybe i'm <laughs> giving off that vibe. love our products <laughs> yeah you need to be you need to be aware of how you're projecting yourself to people i know it honestly a little bit concerning that they were so adamant but it's only happened once 
So if it was happening frequently, I, I'd be a little bit more concerned. Yeah, you're like, no, I'm good. They're like, no, we really think you'd be good at it. You're like, no, I'm okay. Like, like, it's okay. Really no, no, no. Let's just reconsider. Want. Like, let's just think about, let's talk this out. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably the funniest one. But small brands reach out all the time. Um, and I personally don't ever agree to post a product if I haven't tried it. And so a lot of brands will say, hey, we'll send you this, but you have to post about it. But if, like, I'll say that if I've tried the product and I like it, I'll post. But I'm not just going to start saying, hey, look at this awesome product. And I've never used it before. Yeah. I actually saw a post about that. Like a lot of like pyramid scheme girls, like when they're doing like the tummy tees, like they've never tried it. Oh, <laughs> and like yeah, this nobody's, one girl, tr- nobody's tried half the products. Yeah, I know. I like this girl uh, got a message and she's like, oh, uh, have you tried it? She's like, oh, no, I haven't. But like, I know it's the best. And she like looked up like just the name on Google and she found like, six lawsuits about saying like uh, how they're like miss uh mislabeling saying that it's all natural and then there's like fragrances and like all this other shit in it and people are like suing because well half of those like tummy flat tummy tees which is like a huge thing on on instagram is part of like the pyramid scheme it's just laxatives yeah and like so yeah you get like maybe it's a flat tummy tee but like it's not a tee yeah you're just you're just <laughs> on the toilet for the next you're, week that's all it is yeah yeah like i'm not really sure but oh. so i don't know there are a lot of things that like that and i do get a lot of messages about sort of random things or companies that look like they were created overnight and they have bought followers and they're like hey like do you want to try your brand we have a hundred thousand followers and we'll post your photo and then i go to their profile and they have like seven posts mm. so a little bit debatable for a second i was like what the hell is a flat tummy tea they're called like i think they're what are the company there's like teamy like t-e-a-m-i i think yeah. is one of them there's a bunch of those and they're, they're they call themselves like teas i don't know I thought you skinny like, teas or skinny teas i thought you meant tea like is in t-shirt like flat tummy tea oh like, mm. <laughs> you know, that no that works <laughs> You just wear a shirt and you look ripped. Well, I think that that's not shirts, but I think they're like bands that you put around your stomach and they're like, this will make you skinny in a week. Which yeah, like, I don't really yeah, understand. Yeah, just crushing your ribs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you wear a corset for a week and don't eat and are drinking laxatives, you're probably going to lose weight. That, that's the solid 20 pounds right there, 100%. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, those are not the brands that I'm looking to collaborate with, but I've had um a lot of brands reach out or that I've reached out to that I am a huge advocate for just regardless so that's kind of nice when when things like that happen organically what's uh what's the favorite your favorite product that you've been given just about to ask that probably your favorite products um okay so one is coming up in a month it's a campaign that has been sort of in the works for a couple months but so that's coming up soon. But probably prior to that was Majuri jewelry. Um, I wear all of their jewelry, like all of my jewelry is from there. And they saw an Instagram post that I tagged them in and they reached out and they sent me, I think I've gotten four or five packages from them of jewelry that I get to pick and then they send it out. And so that's super nice because I've spent hundreds of dollars on their website already myself and so to be able to have products sent to me that i would have otherwise purchased is great yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah i was gonna i was gonna spend money on this anyway but now it's free yeah exactly and it's also nice because people have seen me talk about it and post about it and then once it's a sponsored post it, it just makes sense whereas like if i've never mentioned a product before and then all of a sudden i post an instagram story let's say and I say, this is my absolute favorite jewelry company and blah, blah, blah. And well, that's probably not legit because you've never heard me talk about it. I don't think overnight I all of a sudden have a brand new favorite company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. What's the biggest myth surrounding social media that you have found? Um, I think the... The, the comment about influencers and whether or not it's a real job. I think that people, I think that 
there is a lot of money to be had and to be made on social media. And if you can do it, go for it. But I also think that you need to have a little bit of, you, you need to be, I think that you need to have a skill outside of Instagram, which makes people want to follow you on Instagram, if that makes sense. Like my career is in, I have a, a commerce degree in marketing. And so I know about social media because I have a background in it, which mm. adds the validation when people want to work with me, let's say. But if I'm just a random person on social media trying to become famous by taking photos, I don't really know if there's going to be that much credibility behind their platform, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not saying that you need to be like a marketing person or um, have a commerce degree or anything like that, because majority of people on Instagram are extremely successful without that. But I feel like they all have a unique skill set, which is what's making them um, intriguing so that people follow them. Yeah, I was just going to say skill set is what I'm getting from you, that you need actual skills. You need to be good at something. You need to have some sort of meal ticket. Like, could you imagine a hockey player who can't play defense or score or play goalie? Like, Yeah, it's not. You've got to have something that makes – you've got to have something that makes you unique. Yeah, right. So – and, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. A lot of people think that you can just show up and social media is happening now. Exactly. Or that um, it's so easy to sort of start an account and get a ton of followers when in reality that it's not the case The most mm-hmm. for, for the most part. Yeah, it's difficult. I also, I don't know, one of my buddies started a podcast. Actually, I'm not buddies with this person. I don't know why I called him a buddy. Uh, this person I know started a podcast and I checked out their page and they had like 5,000 followers in two days. I was like, holy shit. And I looked on their post and it's like three people liked it. I'm like, okay, this looks tacky. Yeah. I, and, and you can look up like online, you can, I know with likes being hidden now, it's like a little bit harder to sort of see the engagement rates, but there are tools online that will let you type in a username and it'll tell you their engagement rates. And so if you search an account and it has, yeah, like 5,000 followers, but they get two likes and zero comments, like, okay. Yeah. What are these can, can we do this exactly. now? Um, yeah, let me see if I can find one of the, um, I feel like it's just engagement rate calculator. Let's do this right now. Kanan, I'm exposing you. Do it. I got nothing to hide. I'm looking up one. Um, Do you have one? Yeah, I got it's tank or like tonk or tanky or. Okay. Okay, let's look at. I'm that. using a different one. Okay, well let's let's use both. <laughs> let's see if they line up at all. Okay, let me hold look. on. I'm gonna I look myself so. up. Actually, I'll, I'll I'll expose myself first. My computer is not not doing this right now mine isn't either (laughs) i feel like i got duped i'm exiting i'm going on my phone screw this mine's it says it's loading okay let me look this up Well, good time to grab a beer. <laughs> wow. I just pieces out. Are you using flank or tank? Yeah, flanks. Okay. Let me see this. Okay. Okay, average likes I got 79. Engagement rate 4%. How's that? Four percent is pretty good. Not terrible. It's your polls though. No, it, it only goes on your posts though. Oh, okay. Sorry. What app are you guys using? She was using. Flanks. I'm I'm using Flanks. 
Also, I post a bunch of videos that don't get as many likes. That's the thing. Like, I have some posts that don't do particularly well on my feed, which I don't really care about. But yeah, it does affect your engagement. Mm -hmm. Mine's also a little bit off right now because I just posted a giveaway. So it's... Ooh, came uh, 11%. My engagement? Yeah. Oh, shit! The amount of, the amount of You're killing that, it. The amount of people that Holy like boy. it compared to your followers. I should just become an influencer full time. Fuck it. There you go. You can do it. Yeah, do it. Just Honestly. reach out to brands. You don't say how many followers you have. You just say, I have an 11% engagement rate. Yeah. Yo, also, that's actually hype. I accidentally opened the score app by accident. And the Sixers are down by even more. So I need to stop torturing myself. Oh boy. Okay. We'll put, we'll put away the, um, yeah. Otherwise I'll hurl myself out the window, but anyways, okay. Do it. Uh, bet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing about social media? I mean, uh, that's a huge wide net we're casting, but. Um, my favorite thing about social media I think that especially, okay, for especially because of like COVID and the world these days, I think that being able to connect with people on an authentic level is really important. And I have a lot of people that I follow on social media or that follow me on social media that don't live in Winnipeg and I never see on a regular basis. And so to be able to still like feel connected to people through social media is one of the reasons I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's my absolute favorite part of it, um, but that's up there for sure. Okay. I can't fair. think of anything else in terms of like my absolute favorite. That's fair. And uh, what's your favorite part about doing your job, doing the consulting and social media managing and stuff like that? I feel like social media is sort of, well, especially now people are sort of, it's gaining traction in terms of the level of importance and that you need to have some sort of presence on social media, regardless of whether it's on every single platform or just one or two. But I think that people are really, really seeing the value, but they just have no idea how to capitalize on it. And so to be able to work with a client and really explain to them what the value is that I can bring if they create an account on social media if they haven't had one prior or more often than not they have an account they just don't really know what to do with it and so to be able to actually show that value and show the growth and the potential that there is is one of the things that I really like and teaching like educating people on the platforms I'm not the the type of um, person who will just say okay I'm going to take over your social media you don't have to worry about it it's more so okay here are the things that I'm doing this is why I'm doing it the algorithm will take all of this into account and I recommend doing this because I know that the algorithm will favor that post as opposed to something else. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with how common social media is and how many talented people are using social media to their benefit, it's also a really good branch of learning. And I really appreciate that about TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much value that can be, well, and that's, that's just it is, People are looking for a value add. They're not looking to um, just scroll through anymore. And I feel like that has changed in the last couple of months. I think that now more than ever, people are looking to learn something from social media. Whereas like a year ago, they might've just sort of used it as a hobby or a time killer. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I, I deleted a lot of social media apps off my phone because I just scroll. Right. And then it's like, what are you really getting out of that? Like now you've just absorbed like 2000 pieces of content and like, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. And you're ruining your eyes and you're not doing anything with your day. Like that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Good job. Yeah. No, I think Twitter is the worst one for that with me. But anyways, um, there's one more thing I was going to ask you. I can't remember now. Kanan, do you have anything to say? Um, not overly. I mean, just you're kind of you're asking all the questions I want to ask. So, don't lie. You didn't have any questions. That's a lie. I was going to ask the favorite part of social media, but uh, okay, yeah, you, you, you took it from me. <laughs> okay, Julia. Unrelated, but fries or wedges? Fries, one hundred percent. Yes, thank you. 
Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah. I say wedges. You are an absolute. Why? Why? There's more of it to eat. It's like. No, that's exactly why it's bad. So I actually, that's that's funny that you say that because I much prefer to eat um, smaller things in larger quantities than like something like I, I, that's why I like snacking because you can eat like a million small items as opposed to like one meal. Okay. So do you like your fat? Do, do you like your fries? Holy shit. What? Do you like your fries thin cut or like thicker cut? Thin. Really? Yeah. Like shoestring? thin. Yeah. Shoestring fries. Oh. She, she knows what's up. I like this. Yeah. She knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. Like McDonald's fries. Kind of. BK yeah. or trash? McDonald's is, is goaded. They're the same. No, they're not. The exact no. same. No, they're not. What makes them different? The size. It, look at it, dude. Like BK fries are like significantly larger. Go to BK and go to Don's right now and compare. Okay, I'll go right now. I'll literally right be- now. Dude, I'm I got this. I'm not going to Burger King and eating food from there. Like what? Yeah, what I, nobody said you had to eat it. We're just doing a comparison. You just got to purchase it and do a yeah. comparison. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm, I would rather be It's caught. two against one here. It's two against one here. Yo, but the nuggets from BK, those are better. I am not going to weigh in on this. I'm not going to weigh in on this because I don't eat meat. So. Fair point. Oh, okay. Is that like a personal choice or? Um, I, I'm Jewish, so oh, okay. I never ate meat out and I don't anymore. So. Okay, interesting. Interesting. That's cool. Um, then what about uh, the lettuce from BK? And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, um, do I have any more fucking questions? I don't. I had one more, and then I I completely dropped it. So it's probably not that important anyway. Um, I think this is a pretty good place to end it. How, how are you feeling? Yeah, I feel like we've covered a decent amount. I would say. Okay, wicked. Then is there anything you'd like to leave or plug before we go? Uh, I mean, we'll do the classic, like my Instagram handle is at JuliaGVI and my business account is at Bright.Consulting. Okay, wicked. Perfect. Then Julia, thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, we'll debrief once we uh, hit stop button here. But this is us signing off on Winnipeg's Finest. Have a great week. Peace.